Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Texting. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. Now joined by Tyler Williams, I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. I think this kind of sums it up best from our Asher Record Service I Company. I just want you to know that uh, let's just think Tyler, Will- the- Tyler Wilson just replaced Tyler Williams over here. Yeah. Oh, Tyler Williams? Did I say that? <laughs> oh, well. I always love a proper introduction. I mix a bunch of names up as we go along. <laughs> Tyler just didn't know I changed his last name. Tyler Wilson. Man, I get I think, it. I think you and Vern Lundquist both called me that. Uh, Vern, that was how he introduced me the first time I came on there at Auburn. I think he said Tyler Williams. So. <laughs> I, hey, I'm, I'm all for it, however you want to introduce. Well, if you'll pass like you did that day against Auburn, <laughs> I'll call you that all the time. Uh, Football Fanatic says from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. says, Randy, you know the football program is in the dumps when morning madness spent the majority of the first hour talking about golf in October. October! It's the best time of year to play golf. It's nice and cool. Isn't it not? You, yeah. can't, you just can't find your ball, but other than yeah. that, yeah. It's, it's, greens are running pretty good. The old uh, leaf rule goes into effect. Yeah. Oh, I know it was right over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 50 yards away from where it really went. But. That either or your foot wedge. They can't tell if your foot wedge, foot wedge is uh, working well. Well, Tyler, you may have caught the last end of the entire first hour. Regardless, we'll get your thoughts on uh, Ole Miss, Arkansas. You know, it, it's four in a row. Those are, you know, separate from just talking about the game. Let's talk about the feeling in the locker room, feeling of the you know, fan base right now. Four in a row is tough uh, of, of losses. It's a tough streak to go through as a player, as a fan. You know, and it, it's like, okay, where do we go from here? You're battling. You thought you were battling some criticism, you know, after the first loss against BYU. Now you're, now you're, you know, you're three more of those in now. So, how you deal with going to the office? How you get up? How you, you know, uh, you know, also just, just going. Who are we? You know, I mean, there's some doubt, definitely, without question, that's crept in. You know, I think that to everybody in the locker room's mind, you know, the game plans. Here's what here's what we set out to accomplish this year. A lot of those, uh, you know, are are no longer existent, and so you're having to reset expectations. I think as a coaching staff, you're having to reset expectations as a player, and then you know all the questions you're asking in the first hour about NIL and and who's going <laughs> to you know favoritism and all those things start to kind of bring bring themselves out. Uh, I think as a player, you know, you say this every week. You just got to focus on what's ahead. Unfortunately, the good thing for Arkansas is you've been competitive in every single one of these games. It's not like we got blown out by 30 or 40 points or we're getting beat by North Texas. I think we'd have much, much different conversations to have here. Unfortunately, there's still losses. You're playing in the SEC. You know, I was just uh, – I was uh, – uh, down there, uh, I think I went into Bass Pro Shop or something this weekend, and and uh, one of the guys said, you know, we're just, you know, we're we're uh, we're getting beat by good teams. It, it, what, what's ro- what's wrong? We're just getting beat by good teams. And I said, well, shoot, we play in the SEC. What, that's that that'll be the same every single year for the rest of time. And, and that's been, not an excuse. Th- that's not they're an excuse. They're all good, right? Yeah, so they're all good. Uh, unfortunately, I think fans are trying to figure out, you know, uh, or come to some sort of. Uh, realization of what's what's normal and you know who are we and where are we and where we're where are we going and what is the bright spot how do we how do we look at this in a favorable light well i've got i've got one let me let me let me vent on this real quick rick okay and this is adding insult upon the wound 
uh, our man, Kanan Sandy, was at the Arkansas Ole Miss game on Saturday night. Cannot say that everyone was an Ole Miss fan, but I got to believe everyone was an Ole Miss fan. Said people were very rude to Canaan and yelled horrible things at him. That is, there is no excuse for that. None. Zero. Nada. And I'm sorry, Canaan, that you had to go through that. And Ginger, um, you went there to watch a football game. No, the outcome wasn't what you wanted. I can't imagine Canaan had shouted anything at anybody from Ole Miss that would have caused them to yell and shout horrible things at him. That's ridiculous. That is, no, that's not ridiculous. It's sick. You know, to to degrade Kane and Sandy? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's that's sick. Now, we don't know who did it. We're not throwing rocks. If they'd been an Arkansas fan treating a, an Ole Miss fan that was like Canaan, we would say the same thing. We want to say Absolutely. But that is just, that's sick. Beyond sick. Yeah. Uh, all right. Sick. Now, now let me bring up to now, okay, Tyler. Yes, please. Okay, so Tyler, we get asked a lot on this program, and our and our answers vary through the years. Mm-hmm. What should expectations for Arkansas football be? And you know, there's there's some that'll say if if you're not in Arkansas, they'll say, hey, if they go seven and five, that's a pretty good year. Yeah. And others think, well, you got to win ten or eleven. This team you're thinking could have won anywhere from 6 to 10 that's what i said we regardless but 2 years ago this this program won 9 games so it's not like the expectations should be 5 or 6 or 7 every year are they you know i think what sam pittman's done since he's been at arkansas stabilized it i mean he 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 took over the team from uh, you know, shipwreck, total shipwreck yeah. with Chad Morris right. and and then post Bielema, and he's he's established. You know what what came on the stat ticker is that he's the first head coach since uh, I think Nut uh, last last was Nut that you know took us to three consecutive bowl games, stabilized the program, and you mentioned nine wins. You know, so you're like, okay, the upside for Arkansas. And this is a guy. This is his first head job. You know, I mean, this is his first head job. And I think he's not. He's doing more than learning on the job. He's 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 a veteran head coach in in the SEC at this point. But I think you know what you're seeing in college football is the transition in in personnel, staff, just even minor decisions make a major major impact on your program. Especially when you're you know if you're more of a CEO figure and you're more hands off. The decisions you make as a to, to supplement or change in your staff are critical, and uh, you know I, I definitely see, and this is just an open opinion. You're, you're seeing, you're seeing some that some of that change on the offensive side. I think Barrett's head. You're you're seeing a uh, offense that that looks a little bit out of sync, more than a little bit out of sync, but you're just seeing uh, a, di- a different team than you saw in that nine win year, right? And and so questions will arise. You know, where are we? Where is this program? Uh, is is nine wins? Is 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 seven to nine the real the realism with with Sam Pittman? And now you're going, you know, maybe four or five this year, right? So there's a there, I this think year. I think yeah. there's there's a lot to question, and and then now people are going, well, is four or five realistic? So mm. you know that that. That hurts to 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 reset those expectations, but I don't think anybody on the planet, if you regardless of you're asking, would say Arkansas's a three to five win program a year. Um, Arkansas has deser- deserves better than three to five, uh, regardless of who you ask or who you're talking to. Arkansas is minimum of a six to seven win team, in my opinion, historically, uh, and probably deserves to be in a, a conversation beyond that. And that's just a personal perspective from 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 a former Razorback and a player. Um, and you know I've seen better days than that as a player, and I've seen worse days than yes. that as a player. So yeah. Oh, I agree with you. I think the expectation should be higher than five or six a year. But for this year, right now, six is probably realistic. And if they can get to a bowl game, and then the next question is, how many times can you not reach expectations and continue to to be there? 
I, I think Sam's probably pretty safe for now. I think so. But if he makes it through this year, next year will be a pivotal year. Yeah. You think? <clears throat> A lot of people are unhappy with Dan Enos. Well, Dan Enos, yeah. it's not, he has nothing to do with the offensive line. Mm-hmm. But he has well, everything to do with the offensive philosophy. Yes. Well, and as a coordinator. But, but, but if they don't block up front, I don't care what you call. Right. Well, as a coordinator, you are in charge, unfortunately, of the entire offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so, so, I mean, the, the offensive line coach does report to you as the offensive coordinator. So, that does change in scheme. That change in, you know, are we going more man? Are we going full zone? Are we going slide on this protection? You know, that's a collaboration between the offensive line coach and the coordinator. So, ultimately, it falls on the coordinator's head, whether it's his fault or not. That's his responsibility in scheming with the offensive line and the protections and the run scheme. All of that usually is in collaboration. But, ultimately, if it's somebody's head that gets called, it's typically the offensive coordinator's it falls on his head. Sure. I'm not happy with him. I can tell you that. Let's talk. Jeez, you're not the Lone Ranger. Boy, right? okay. No, no. All right. James, is that correct? Hey, Rick. Hey, Wendy. Uh, hey, Rick. You think that Houston Nut would start buying tacos for life to hit the hole in your neck? Okay, sorry, we had that uh, line connection there. He, he is funny. Okay. <laughs> I, but but you can't answer his questions, but it, he is pretty funny. Okay. All right. Uh, sorry, I missed that. Well, Tyler's over laughing. I should have. Tacos for life is all I got out of that. Uh, and, and, and the answer is yes. Just, just yes. That's right. There you go. Hey, thanks, Tyler. Good job, man. I'm going to hear him. <laughs> Let's talk with uh, Steve. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hello, gentlemen. What's up, buddy? Uh, first of all, when did Arkansas uh, start putting 12 players on the punt team? Oh, my God. Well, actually, we're 14. They narrowed it down to 12. Oh, they got two because, off, yeah. Uh, I mean, the TV had it in plain color. They had all 11 guys like they were missing to go bl- uh, going for the block. And then Satania uh, back there by himself. Yeah. Well, it's a major advantage if you and can run for that. who is responsible to <laughs> make got caught. sure... Who is responsible to make sure there's only 11 guys on the field? I think his initials are SF. Scott Fountain. Well... I hope we got a special teams coach next year because Scott... I don't know. He just can't whoa, 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 get the whoa. job done. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're talking about one play. They, he, he's done a lot of good things. you got a kicker that kicks out of the end zone. you got a kicker that makes a 56-yard field goal. you got a punter who maybe has one bad punt every now and then, which was really a bad punt this time. Don't start blaming Arkansas's woes on the special teams coordinator. But, like I say, you know, I'm trying to ease off the offensive line. I mean, I saw a little bit of improvement when uh, they went back. Where? What quarter? What five. play? Tell me, Steve. Well, in the second half. Did you half, write it down? Halftime. They, they, they drove, the they drove for half, 13 points in the second half. That's a little bit of improvement, but yeah, they're bit. not helping the defense out. The defense is playing their butts off, and they're getting worn out. You know, something has got to give somewhere. They they need to do better evaluation of these offensive linemen. I think that's where the major problem is right now, the evaluation of these players. Yeah, that may be four stars and all that, but they're not getting the job done. And, you know, we're going to Tuscaloosa this week. We'll be lucky to score 14 points on Alabama's defense. They're allowing 15, so maybe maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> Arkansas can score 16. Because, I mean, Alabama's defense has been there all year. I mean, and the offense is starting to get better now. Hey, man, and they got those three big road graders there at the center and the two uh, tackles. It's interesting. Alabama's defense was not good against Texas, but in typical form of their program, they've gotten better every week since then. 
So, I mean, if they can make impro- uh, improvements, yeah. mm-hmm. why can't we? Just not happening, and, Steve. Just not know, happening. And I, I rode off a bowl game this year, Rick. You know, I thought they would win at least eight games. Uh, and this four-game stretch go at worst two and two. I, I never took but you for being a fair-weather fan, Steve. Yet. Yeah, I, I thought so, too. But it, it's obviously that's not going to happen. It's not the end of the world, but it's you not going to happen. We can go back to the Western Carolina game. When we saw the struggles then, they just couldn't run the ball. And that's when it all started. Anyway, guys, that's all I have, and I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Steve. So, Tyler, you're the quarterback because you are the quarterback. and It got sacked. There, there's, a, there's a lot of discussion, just like what Steve said, or the if you saw heard the last caller of the previous segment. Do you have to totally turn that off? Do you never want, look at social media? How do you keep those thoughts from getting into your mind? I think you're asking, as a, as a quarterback who who is is maybe getting sacked and, and continually getting hit how do you get that that off your off, no, out of your brain how, how do you get the outside voices who are complaining about your program or complaining about your performance mm-hmm. or how, how do you make sure that doesn't enter into your conscious thinking well, unfortunately I think you, you it's beyond social media I, I tell you what I felt it as a player uh, we won 11 games my junior year, and, and then mm-hmm. Petrino goes down, right? And the, the anticipation, so I, I, I really kind of feel similar to this team that, I, that I've experienced mm-hmm. something yeah. similar, right? You're, yeah, you've got yeah. high expectations. Now, the difference is you had an interim head coach. There's a lot more turmoil in, in, in my senior season than, than you would think happens here with, with somewhat of a stable program and Sam Pittman you know, being the constant here. Uh, the, I think the question would be, you know, it's it's more than it's more than social media. I felt it when I'd run out there in the game, and you can feel it when the attendance starts to go down. You can feel it when the enthusiasm on campus uh, about what you're doing. I'd go to class, and and uh, some days, you know, when things are going really good. You can't even get to class. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a. Uh, I mean, you you better get your motor brigade to get you to class. Uh, and then, and then when uh, when you're not doing so good, you just kind of walk to class, and nobody's going to talk to you. You know, you you feel that as a player. Uh, I I remember when the the line doubled around uh, Bud Walton Arena to get an autograph, and then the next year. Um, Again, you walk down the street and and uh, and dodge an autograph, right? <laughs> so. Uh, I think you feel that as a player, regardless of social media. Uh, I felt it, you know, in pregame. Uh, stands stands used to be full when you'd walk in, uh, when you when you'd come through in warm ups, and you're like, wow, this is going to be a big game. Uh, tents outside the stadium, to uh, you know, the the stadium's you know, twenty percent full ten minutes before the game starts. There is a different environment when you have a good team and when you have a bad team, and you don't need social media, you don't need Twitter, you don't need uh, Instagram to determine whether you've got a good team or not and all those feelings in between. So uh, I guess that would be my answer to that question. It's just it's, it exists. It's in the air. So I guess the, the next question would be if you're KJ or if you were you at the time and support starts waning, they all talk about how great the fans are, and they get all oh, they're there and everything. If they're not there, in the numbers that you're used to, how do you adjust to that as a player to ensure that your performance is still uh, your very best? It's it's really tough, but I, I would I just I wouldn't leave the facility. I'd, I'd stay there at and and do everything I could till midnight till they kick me out. And I know the janitor's name, but uh, <laughs> I, I, okay, I'm not leaving this place. Um, you know, and I will say this: there were there were games we were we were really not great offense, but we were, we were never bad. And I, I kind of look at what KJ's doing. Yeah. I look at his numbers, and it's not like he's yeah. you know look at his touchdown to interception ratio. It's right. it's you know I think it's twelve to six he, uh, or, or thirteen to six or something like that. He's 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 playing pretty well. New like the numbers don't say that he's a bad quarterback. You watch the tape, you watch the highlight reel, and you're like he's a he's a good player. 
you don't question your records. You, yeah, you don't question KJ. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you know, you just kind of question the 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 overall con- concept and and where we're at and winning and losing. You question losses, and so you know, I remember a game specifically. Uh, it was it was the Kentucky week. And Kentucky wasn't a bad team. They weren't a great team, but we were playing Kentucky, and and I knew we had to get off to a good start. And the first, I think the first three or four passes were touchdowns, and they were on the first play of the game was a touchdown. And I threw five touchdowns in the first half. And the reason, the, the, the value of that, it wasn't just me as a, as, as, a, as a thrower and a quarterback that performed. Your team, the light switched. I mean, it, it turned on. And, and we played better the back half of that year after that game. So, you know, I hope there's a moment like that where the light you know, kind of clicks on, and the fans can have one moment where go, okay, this is what we thought this team could be, and I hope it happens. Uh, I'm not giving up hope as a Razorback fan that the light can, you know, click on, or the staff can mm-hmm. can find every little thing that that uh, you know that makes this team a team. And uh, unfortunately, we have just not seen that in its entirety at this point. We've seen it in spurts, but not in its entirety. Well, you got Alabama coming up. Most fans concede that's not going to be a victory. So it's the games after that that, if you're what you just asked that you're or you're hoping for, that's when we'll either see it or we won't. Yep. And I think it would have to happen after that game for anybody to have hope that we make a bowl game, right? Right. Um, absolutely. And yes. to, and to win six games, you got to win four non-cons and two conference games uh, to get you your magical six wins. And I think everybody's looking down the schedule. Mississippi State, yes. Um, uh, I think there's a couple other games down that stretch you you you're likely to get a win. So uh, I don't. I think we're all holding out hope. Hopefully, hopefully that happens. All right, we will step aside for a moment. Rick Schaefer, that's Tyler Wilson, Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Roger Scott is warming up those vocal cords to bring you the Razorback Song of the Week on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas and 103.7 The Buzz. Brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill? Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton, home of the chocolate nachos. Do your homework and go to a provider can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatments. It's quick. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results in about 25 minutes. Ball's in your court. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center will get you back to living your best life. They have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Low T Center, quick, easy, simple, convenient, and most importantly, life-changing. Now's the time. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25 to get your T-levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is hamburger steak for only $7.49 per pound. Paired with mashed potatoes for just $4.49 per pound. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, Come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project. 
not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Listen to The Zone every Tuesday for Clint Kong. Brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, Farm Brothers Flying Service has been providing crop dusting services to the farmers in southeast Arkansas. And they can help you too. Call 870-263-1300. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. It's Gut Check Time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. If your business isn't banking with First Security Bank, you need to give them a look. Their business banking product is packed with valuable benefits, such as free online banking with free bill pay, business check line, business visa, business debit card, direct deposit payroll services, safe deposit box, retirement services, commercial account analysis. These are just a few of the many benefits your business will enjoy with a business banking account at First Security. But it's more than just great products. At First Security, it's about providing a better relationship. They'll sit down with you over a cup of coffee just to learn more about your business needs. So give them a chance to earn your business. Bank better with the business checking account at First Security Bank. Because at First Security, their bottom line is making your business better. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, only in Arkansas, that's First Security Bank. All right, let's uh, talk with LC. Okay, let's try this one. Okay, and let's try this one. Pete, good afternoon. I'm not going to abandon you. I'm here. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, uh... We need more Tyler Wilson. Uh, we need we need to hear more of him. There's there's I'm always excited when he's on uh, Randy, and you've done a good job of getting him on. I mean, we're talking what an all SEC quarterback. We're talking. I played quarterback up until college. We're talking to me, and I've said this publicly. I think he was one of the gutsiest quarterback in terms of holding on to the ball until the last second, squeezing out every microsecond you can and reading down, reading his, uh, doing his reads. And, um, you know, he, he averaged what? You averaged 62, 65%, you know, percentage. You, you had a 20, I don't know, 22-plus year touchdown year. And then, you know, folks got to understand that he went essentially from one of the highest highs in 40 or 50 years of Razorback football to essentially one of the lowest lows, you know. And it was all the, the dynamics were new coaches. Um, so I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you this question as a, as a quarterback, Tyler. You have to pick. You have to pick. What would you <laughs> rather have? Would you rather have an all-SEC uh, wide receiver, an all-SEC running back, or two or maybe three all-SEC uh, linemen mm. as a quarterback. And oh, and then the other part of the same question is, how important is a coach to you relative to those questions? I'll just take your answer off the air. But kudos to you, and, and we appreciate your uh, service on the team. Well, thanks. Thank you, Pete. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for the kind words. I know uh, I was I was uh, just shaking my head. Yes, to all everything you were saying. I was over here to Ray, and I was like, "Yes, that's." I'm looking for that. Uh, no, thank you for that uh, humbly. But I I appreciate that. Uh, uh, you know, the question. The question's a hard question. I mean, what do you take? I mean, 
you'd, you'd like the protection up front, but you'd like somebody to run with the ball, and you'd like somebody to take the pressure off where you, so you don't make you know 60 throws a game. You can, you can run the ball a little bit, right? I think the probably the equation. Uh, you you talk about that 11 year uh, 11 win year. We had all three. Uh, we had the running backs, we had the offensive linemen, and we had some guys that could catch it and run with it. And very seldomly uh, do you get all three of those. Um, uh, you know, if if you're asking KJ right now, just because he's he's uh, he's being hit right now in action, he'd probably tell you I'd like that offensive line screwed yeah. up, right? Yeah. So uh, if I'm answering it from KJ, I probably have a different perspective because I've got 10 years where I've I've been able to come back to consciousness. And uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, That's when you're funny. in when you're in the heat of it, I, I would say probably the offensive line. You'll take that one all day long. Let's uh, talk with Brent. Brent, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, Randy uh, and Rick, and a pleasure to pleasure to talk to you, Tyler. Tyler Wilson, I want to thank you for your uh, two great uh, for your two great seasons as a starting quarterback for the Arkansas Razorbacks. And I do remember at Texas A&M your your junior year, you took a pretty good beating in that victory mm-hmm. when uh, Jarius Wright caught about fifty passes for about five hundred yards. Yeah. Not like he did his senior year at College Station. <laughs> I can remember oh, that one. Well, we were talking about that, that before. Well, that, does, that doesn't count because we we get that game doesn't count because we had it doesn't because Johnny Manziel was getting paid coach. to sign jerseys. Let's just go ahead and say it. It doesn't count. I mean, he was on the documentary uh, yeah. going ahead. I mean, do we get that? Uh, is there an asterisk next to that loss? I mean, I think we need to go ahead but, and uh, appeal that. Here, here is my question, and uh, Randy, I don't blame you for cutting me off Sunday night but Saturday night because I thought <coughs> I cut myself off because I couldn't <laughs> it wasn't your fault but uh, Tyler my opinion of this season offensively is we're a 20 point we're a 20 point a game score that is the best we can possibly be because we cannot run the ball we cannot block and if our, de- our defense is in the top third in the country, and if we can't hold people below 20 points, we are not going to win a ball game. And this, and I just don't know, I just don't know what to say about this. And uh, one thing I want to say before I get off, I feel sorry for Trey Biddy having to go out there and watch that practice today. <laughs> because I've sat through many a bad practice in my life, as you know, Rick Schaefer. And I would never go sit through one again. I'm just telling you that. Well, thank y'all. Thank you, Brent. I, I think he breaks up a, a great point offensively. Um, you know, how do you structure a, an offense in the in the SEC or just in big time college football right now to be able to weather all storms? Uh, you, you saw the change from Nick Saban. He says, you know, I'm going to bring Kiffin in and let's throw the ball. Uh, now he's trying to re-identify himself and be back to that tough, hard-nosed football. But uh, really, of all the all the schools out there, uh, they're running a modern offense that can score. You got to be able to score 35 points a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, defense is great. I love defense, and defense does win championships. I'll stick with that motto. Uh, however, you have to have an offense that that can produce and run a track meet when you need to run a track meet. And if you don't have that mentality or that flexibility as an offense, uh, there's going to be several games where you're going to get behind. And if you don't have that, if you don't have that firepower, you're 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 dead. And so I don't want to say this offense doesn't have that because KJ KJ has uh, unique ability. Uh, but I think what we have seen of this offense uh, sure has not displayed that flexibility to really really get out and score against a against a good good defense. The only one we kind of saw it was against the against LSU. Mm-hmm. You know, we we kind of played in a track meet in that game and I think we you know, we we uh we showed some some ability to be explosive, but other than that we haven't seen it. Let's talk with Jake. Jake, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, Randy and uh Rick and Tyler good to talk to you, sir. Uh, good evening from almost in Amarillo, Texas right now. Hmm. 
Hey, uh, question for you, Tyler. Um, I asked this on an earlier show, and no one really seemed to give me a good answer. So, first of all, I want to preface this by saying I am not comparing the Razorbacks to an NFL team, but I am comparing a scheme, and here's why. If we're wanting to run a pro-style offense, okay, look at what Miami did yesterday. And here, here's my thing. If they're running a cover two, the middle of the field's open. And they were hitting it, dinking and dunking it, and hitting it, and then their backs or the receivers were going for it. If they did a cover zero and that safety pulled up to cover someone one-on-one, you saw what happened. Tyreek Hill went past him on the sideline, dropped it in the breadbasket, touchdown. I don't understand why this is a, this is not a hard concept. And is that not a pro-style offense? And is that not what we should be doing? Like those short and intermediate crossing routes, and then when they when they pull cover zero and they pull the safeties up, should we not be going over the top of them? Or am, am I just like totally misinterpreting that? Because to me, that KJ, I, I love KJ. I think he's an excellent quarterback, and I think he's been done wrong this year by the schemes that he's been told to run. And if he could if he could run this kind of stuff that's simple, he he would he would have have a lot more success at this point. So I'd like to hear you guys' thoughts on that. As always, love the show, love you guys, go hogs, man. Yeah, I, I think unfortunately, you know, we're kinda in an age of a lot of us have been around uh, a little bit. Uh Rick and Randy, you guys have been around a lot a bit. Um the what I think about pro style offense. That's what Troy Aikman, Dan Marino, John Elway, that nineteen nineties NFL, you know, run play action, black high top shoes. That that's what I think about when I think pro. That, that's what you know. Bill Walsh created this pro style offense: multiple formations, multiple sets, multiple motions, uh, a slowed down game plan, run first. Uh, play action pass and throw the ball deep. That that's what I think of when I hear pro style offense. Uh, then the deviation from that is uh, that football started. Uh, you had a bunch of first graders that couldn't uh, take the snap from under center and play action pass, <laughs> take a seven step drop, <laughs> put their back to the defense, and and the peewee coaches were like, well, heck with trying to teach my second grader to be Joe Montana. That's kind of seven steps, hitch, and all that junk. So really the game morphed and came from uh, the playground of uh, high school and junior high school and kind of came came up through the, the ranks and the high school coaches like a Malzahn and like a Todd Dodge and, and uh, Kendall Bryles and, and uh, you know, the, the Mike Leaches of the world created this you know, run and gun, and it, it really sped the game up and took multiple motions, multiple shifts, multiple formations out of the game, which now is not pro style. That's that's uh, what we know as the air raid Mike Leach system, right? Which is what Kendall Bryles did here last year. Um, now we've hit the obviously we lost Kendall. We got Danino Sin. I would say it's more in the vein of that 1990s uh, Troy Aikman, Dan Marino, all of that, right? So a big change. I think that's what I would say the difference is. All offenses can attack the field in different areas in the same way. It's how you get there. Uh, That's the change I've seen this year. Uh, Barbie. All right, we'll step aside. We've got Tyler for one more segment. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, Tyler Wilson. I'm Randy Rainwater, Drive Time Sports. We'll continue. Razorback News with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. 
We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. The vehicle you'd buy if money was no object? Cadillac Escalade. With cash in hand, you'd still wait months to buy an Escalade and probably pay thousands over sticker price. Don't wait to buy your dream car, because you can win one this month from Saracen Casino and or Cadillac. Yes, win a luxurious Cadillac Escalade ESV only at Saracen Casino. Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Bert here. He's been lifting weights for over 45 years. He can bench press a 400-pound nose guard, deadlift an elephant, even clean and jerk a truck filled with watermelons. Fantastic rep, Bert. We're a lot like Bert lifting weights, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander is your metal roofing superstore. 40-year warranty colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20-year colors are $259, and Gavaloom runs $249 a foot. A variety of seconds and overruns are currently available at $1.95 a foot. Come by quality. Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander, right next to the I-30 Speedway. Stop by the lot, call them at 501-455-0240 or check out their website, qualityoutdoor.net. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJ spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Robert Irwin Jewelers always has something you'll be proud to give. And we're approaching that special season. Whether it be $100 to $100,000, they have the perfect gift idea for your special occasion. And don't forget, the meant-to-be guarantee. Buy your loose diamond and custom engagement ring from Robert Irwin Jewelers, and you'll have 365 days to return it. Here's something else that's neat. How about free ring sizing for life? Man, they'd be changing mine about every week. Get a little tight now and then. If you find your engagement ring or wedding band is too snug or too loose, never fear. If you purchase your ring from Robert Irwin Jewelers, ring sizing is free for life. And here's something else that's pretty cool. Keep your jewelry bright and sparkling like the day you bought it with Robert Irwin's free jewelry spa service for life. And that is a bundle of jewelry maintenance services that includes stone tightening, buffing, polishing, ultrasonic cleaning, uh, steam cleaning, whatever it may be, it will keep that jewelry looking like brand new. That is Robert Irwin Jewelers with two locations to serve you, both McCain Mall in North Little Rock and the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center in West Little Rock. Robert Irwin Jewelers, bigger, broader diamonds, better prices. And let's see, we've got BB. 
BB, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, men. Good to talk to you today, as always. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm glad to see you got Mr. Tyler Wilson in there. And, Tyler, you were obviously with one of the, probably the most successful team we've had in the last 30 years, almost. Uh, Matt Jones was in there for some good good play. And, of course, the McFadden bunch with Jones and uh, Peyton Hillis. But, uh, well, the head-scratcher to me is, when it comes to Tyler, is that I don't think he's given a fair shot to be a pro. And I don't think that Sterner was given a fair shot by the, by the uh, Jerry's World game because it takes time to pick up on the speed of the game in the NFL, and that's all there is to it. And nobody can – I don't think anybody can argue that down with me. I, don't, I, I just don't see it. Uh, the other part about the Razorbacks is, again, as I've said, is we're going to go nowhere fast if we have no offensive line uh, conformity. If we cannot play as a unison and be able to, let's, let's face it, punch holes through the A and B gap, and C and D gap for that matter, and be able to move uh, the way an offensive line is supposed to move, well, then we're sunk. We're completely sunk. Now, the other thing is that I think Enos is not guilty of any of this because he can't control what the offensive line or that talent does. So uh, I would like to see Enos get the team uh, after Pittman is let go because I think Enos has an excellent uh, football mind, and uh, I think that he's uh, under-considered at multiple levels because he, he is an excellent quarterback, quarterback groomer and uh, it's been proven out over and over. But, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of mistakes made. And uh, Pittman's on the clock right now, if you ask me. I'll let you guys get back to it. Bye. Thank you, BB. Anything you want to add to that, Tom? I, I think that's accurate. I think, uh, you know, Dan Enos is a proven quarterback, you know, uh, savant in terms of how many guys he's he's gotten there. Um, I mean, gotten there to the NFL and really done a good job with. I think, you know, Unfortunately, sometimes you just don't have the team to run the idea that you have in your mind and and running. You know, like I go back to you know some of my days with, uh, you know, you can have the same system, different play caller, uh, different team, and, get, and, it, and it can have a totally different result. You know, uh, uh, Paul Petrino called the plays my senior year, uh, same play, same sheet, same same terminology, uh, different result. Uh, Different mind, different uh, you know, calling plays in different situations, th- those type of things. Uh, in this case, I I see, you know, Dan Enos has a different team than he had the first go around uh, when he was at Arkansas. Uh, different uh, different personnel, and oftentimes that personnel is not built to run your system, and it is it is really difficult to call the game that you want to call when you can't when you're when you're handicapped, and so. Uh, you, you might have to look at the game differently than you've ever had to look at it, and oftentimes that's what you're. You might be a great quarterback groomer, but you're you're sitting there late at night with a highlighter, like I got in my hand, going, "What can we run successfully, and how do I get my team from A to B?" Mm. And uh, you know, it's not necessarily a shot at him. It's just you know, I feel like maybe this team's just not built to to do really what he wants to do. Which brings up this. Interesting question uh, from Chubby, by way of our Asher Record Service Company live feedback. I'm not the smartest, I admit, but here's my question: Have we not heard for years that most kids growing up run the RPO? Why do we bring in a pro-style offense then? How will this affect our future recruiting? You know, I, I was in the break uh, actually talking about this. Uh, you, you remember, uh, you know, and it's it's not really shot on Bielema, but it was just, you know, when he was at Arkansas, one of the things, you remember when he went down to the Texas High School Coaching uh, oh, Academy? Oh, yes. right? And he, and he said, we're going we're, we're to play good old American football up here at Arkansas with a bunch of high school coaches down there that are running the spread, yeah. uh, basically in, insulting them that their football was not, you know, not tough enough. Didn't they boo him? Uh, <laughs> they might have booed him. But, you know, I, I think that's interesting, right, with these kids that you're trying to recruit. You know, what system are you advertising to the kids that, 
you don't have to get them in there and go, you know, hey, we're going to teach you to be a pro-style quarterback. That might sound good. Well, you want to play in the NFL, or do you want to, you know, or, or do you want to do this? That, that's a great selling point. Petrino had that selling point. He was an NFL head coach and say, you know, if you want to get to the NFL, I can I can show you how to get there. Uh, I had to I had to I had to hear that a whole lot before I I had to swallow my pride because you know I was a guy that that would have probably done better and been better suited to play in a system that that did the best with me today, not had to train me for tomorrow. And uh, so it took me three years to swallow my pride every single day and say, you know, I don't know about this system for me. Uh, so I think a lot of a lot of high school kids in the day of NIL where you can make money. Yes, it's about you know it's about going to the programs where you can maybe maybe make some some ching, but also they can highlight your skills today rather than tomorrow. With the transfer portal is active as it is, there might not be a tomorrow. So you know guys like me that went through that three year and I'm going to really learn Petrino's system, that might not exist anymore. Um, so you know how how is the program suited for? these athletes that are coming out of the system and and is are you a knock on the on the radar potentially saying well arkansas just doesn't play the system that i want to play um i think those are all great questions i don't have an answer to them but i think it's something to evaluate you raise great points because i was thinking when you're thinking about dan enos coming in and kind of changing the offensive system with the current players in, since this is Pittman's fourth year, he doesn't have a lot of time to do that because you could say, hey, two years from now, this may be the greatest offensive program in America, but you don't have two years. I think of Nolan Richardson's first two teams. Those weren't his style of players. By his third team, they started to be his style of players, and you saw a major change. But that was in his first year, second year, to the third year, whereas Sam's in his fourth year. I'm not sure you have time to... For player, you, to bring in all the players that you would want for Enos, am I correct or incorrect? I, uh, I think all all head coaches in the SEC have limited time. You you, yes, you kind of give them give them yeah. four years as kind of that un unspoken you know rule. Well, let's let's wait till he recruits all of his players. Um, you know, now your your assistants, if you're going to be a CEO type head coach, where you're not hands on, you're you know Petrino called half off yes. uh, all the offense and half the defense right yeah but when you don't have that that type of a coach you got a CEO coach and you're evolving offensive coordinators defense coordinators i would take that into consideration uh be one of the number one things you'd have to take into consideration gotta be user friendly yeah. all right that's rick schaefer ray tucker i'm randy rainwater always good to see you tyler each and every Absolutely. monday thanks for having five me. o'clock Hour number three, straight ahead. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind now. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof, free. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 1037 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to 